Hi, uh, Scott Lackman uh, today uh, through 4510 TV uh, celebrating 25 years as a family in local real estate as Richardson and Wrench Caboolture. Uh, my family, Karen George, Hello. Robin Lackman, Peter Lackman. Um, we chose to do this uh, in, our, in our home setting because the four of us, uh, we've been on, on one incredible journey, 25 years in local business and I thought opportune that we can sit, um, chat, talk, banter, talk over each other, Bullshit. but um, that too, um, <laughs> but just a reflection on, on what got us to this point. Uh, the 1st of April 2019, where it all began, the 1st of April 1994. Um, Dad, kick us off. Well, my memories of 1994 were, uh, we leased the end unit. Um, we'd just gone through a bad partnership. We had no money, we were living on a bank card in those days. We went to our friendly bank manager by the name of David Lehman, who was at the National Bank in King Street in Caboolture. Uh, we had our house, we had a mortgage like everyone else, but we had a fair equity. And we said to David, um, Robin and I went up to his office and said, David, I need some money for next week. I said, I've got no money. I said, we need money. I said, um, we've got bills, we've got to eat. And he said, um, why, haven't you, why aren't you buying another office? I said, well, David, we've got no money. He said, I'll, I'll back you, Peter. Um, at that stage, an office by the name of David Brown, he was a one-man operation, Unit 1387 Moorayfield Road. We bought David's office for $32,000, which included 17 rent rolls. The, the main reason I bought, we bought it was because of the proximity of it on Moorayfield Road and also the phone number, which at the time was uh, quite an easy phone number, 989800. And that was the start of everything. Um, from a pretty humble beginnings, the $32,000, and at the time David that said, well, I'll give you a $50,000 overdraft. And I said to David, if we ever use that, we'll be broke. Um, yep. It was a strange thing. Three years later, we were broke and had to sell our house to keep our business. <laughs> that was the way it was in the 90s. In the 90s. Um, yeah. Robin, yeah. you'd remember when uh, when you made that decision to come down to Morrisford Road, everyone yeah. thought you were crazy. Well, you know, um, hookers, um, Ray White, all, all of them up on King Street, App Gold Realty used to be on the corner, remember? Yeah. Ray Drummond, remember that? App Gold Realty, they all said, why would you want to go to Morayfield Road? Nothing's going to happen on Morayfield Road. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are today sitting in the middle of Morayfield Road where it's all happened and uh, we'd never, you know, think about buying into um, property on Morayfield Road today. 40,000 cars a day past our yeah, door. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and the I, foot traffic as I well. I don't think you can buy a shop or an office on Morayfield Road now that that even has um, you know, street parking. Yes. Kaz, um, for you and I, yeah, that's great, Mum and Dad started, but you and I were still in high school, um, just coming out of Morrisville high, high School. Well, so, yeah, let's not give away age. So let's just say <laughs> we had just finished at Morrisville High. Um, I had left and gone and done secretarial school, none in Trivets. Yes. Mum and Dad paid a fortune for me to go, and that was the thing. You did dictation and, and shorthand. I went and did secretarial school and I went to Western Australia with a job and was in real estate and mum and dad rang and said, 
We're starting our own office. Come home, we need you. Come home. Yep. <laughs> so I came home. What do you do when your family say, come and have the receptionist job and in a yep. real estate office, you come straight home and do it. And no different to me, uh, finished school, um, did a bit of sign writing and some artwork and went to art college, but then um, came home one day after a bad day and I think I asked Dad for a job and said, well, you, this new business you started as a family, it makes sense that I join the family as well. And <laughs> I remember Dad saying, uh, you can start, but you can never leave. Well, <laughs> 25 years later, we haven't left. So, um, Still there. yeah, so that's where we, I guess, joined the journey. But um, what I wanted to do is let's reflect, like you talk about the 90s. Um, it was only but, a couple... But if you remember, yeah. I also said to you at the time, because you've just gone through your, your sign writing and you become a fully-fledged sign writer and, and computer sign writing was just starting to come in then. Mm. And I remember your gross pay was $423 a week, gross. It, it wasn't much. And yeah. I remember saying to you, mate, you're going to be a sign writer. If you marry, have kids, how can you live on that? Yeah. No, it wasn't much. And when I started, you didn't pay me much more either. So <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Uh, yeah. um, the 90s, you know, as you said, Dad, a few years into the game and, yeah. um, and you know, the market took a downturn. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've seen three roller coasters over the 25 years. There's probably been yeah. three dips in our market and yeah. usually in that seven to eight year cycle. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, probably three times, to be fair and, and completely transparent, things got tough financially. Um, well, I think we were in business about three years and um, we worked hard. Um, there's, there's your mum and I and two others to start with. Um, but things were tough, you know, and, the, and anyone that was in business in the 90s knew that things were tough. Uh, we were no different in real estate because Caboolture was struggling like everywhere else. Um, we had to make a pretty tough decision. And I remember talking to a mate in Sydney and he said, uh, you can always buy another house, but you can't always buy another business. Mm. So we sold the house, um, rented a place in Tower Court in Pine Grove Estate mm -hmm. yes. for two years till we got on our feet. Then we ended up buying that, and then we moved from on from there. But it was mm. bloody tough going. But a lot of risk along the way that we've taken Absolutely. a lot of risks, and and luckily, you know, they've paid off for us. We've built some great relationships with people and. Um, you know, developers that came and, and we, um, they bought land and we became friends and mm -hmm. they ended up being part of our extended family and they're, uh, yeah. they're, the, they're the friendships that I valued the most. Mm. Well, how old was Stephen 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 Gokes. Gokes. When Stephen Don't Gokes came. Don't go and came. get emotional, Robbie. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about it. Um, when a man called Stephen Gokes came to us um, and, and wanted to buy some subdivision land and in those days, if you were holding a listing of a property for five acres, um, that we knew could be subdivided, you, you held it very closely. You didn't sort of, you, you wanted to sell it, but you didn't want everyone to know you had it. And I remember I sent him to uh, the corner of Peterson Road and Walker Road. There was a five-acre property, and I thought I'll test him, see if he's fair dinkum or not. And sure as, sure as not, he came back and he bought it and, and went on and um, then went on to buy other land mm. from us. And, that, and, you know, that friendship remains mm. today. But there's been, um, there's been many estates um, around town, uh, even here where, where you guys live. Mm. Um, you, you sold the land originally and sat <laughs> yes. here on a Sunday under yeah. the shade of an avocado tree uh, selling land. <laughs> yeah. and, and so many developments um, 
you know, my, my favourite memories is I, I, people would know a medical centre on, on Marshfield Road that's on Oaklands Drive. Um, you know, you sold the land, you developed the shops, did the leasing. Uh, King Circle, King Street. Mm. Before it just used to be a paddock and a couple of houses. That's you sold right. the land. Yeah. You got you got involved in the development, mm. and then did the leasing. Yeah. Um, I think you, once you secured Trader Dukes and the and the Video Luke. Easy or no. Video no. Keith, Keith Simpson, Simpson. Keith Simpson, Simpson, the IGA. The IGA. Yeah. Uh, once you secured that anchor tenant, yeah. the yeah. Senate didn't came out. Kaz, uh, you're being quiet, but um, <laughs> my sister, I love you dearly, but you're very humble. We talk about having 17 rentals 25 years ago. Mm. How many rentals do you have today? Just over 900. Just over 900, 900 property managements in the area. Talk about that journey, like unencumbered, too. unencumbered, <laughs> which um, for those viewing means that it's an organic growth that we've grown our business organically. We we don't have any debts or or owe any, owe any money regarding our business, and um, which we can talk about in a sec. Because that journey of growth and the excitement, wow, we, I hope we get 50 rentals, yeah. I hope we get 100 rentals. <laughs> we, we always set guidelines, like even mm. when we were looking for, it was always normally a 50. So when we went from 50 properties to 100 properties, that would be a really big deal for us. Keep in mind, back in those days, we used to have a lot of properties, say, over in Waytown. Mm. So we used to have a landlord, Bruce Taylor. Um, so he had properties in there that he bought for like $33,000. Yeah. Yep. A little fibre house with a carport. Now say that rent was one sixty a week, mm. that was like a good part of town mm. where everyone could walk from there to the shops or the rail or something like that. Um, so every Saturday, most people then paid their rent on a Saturday morning. They'd mm. get paid cash on a Friday afternoon as a tradesperson. They'd get a little envelope of their cash. Mm. Um, <laughs> The missus would get this, the rent would get this, the bills would get this, and then whatever left over was his drinking money or smoke money or something like that. But genuinely, Saturday morning they'd come in, yep. normally not till a bit later after they woke up, um, and they'd come in and they'd count out their fives, yeah. their tens, their twenties. We're and also count out talking uh, pre-computers, so like yeah. you, yeah, I, I remember, receipts. I remember you'd have a little filer desk thing, yep. and you'd pull out a blue out card, a card, and you'd write rent date to date, and you'd initial it. And that was like a ledger before yeah. computers. Yeah. Um, and then it went to duplicate. So, you know, even now my kids wouldn't even know that. You'd have a book and you'd have a, the receipt the tenants would get, the owner would get a copy. The carbon, and then the the carbon, carbon copy. You got purple stuff all over your fingers. Yeah, <laughs> many, many contracts, my early contracts, were on the bonnet of the car mm. uh, with two carbon copies, yep. you know, press hard. Yep. Um, and you'd sign the people up there and then. Um, there was none of this coming back to yeah, the what, office. What and, you see is what you got. Yeah, and I can remember so many of those those sales in the early days. Um, you'd show the property, and the people would say yes or no, and um, and they'd make the offer, and you'd go back in and and knock on the door and say to the people, oh, you, you know, got such and such an offer for you. And yeah, done, sold, and you'd move on. When, when a handshake was a handshake. Handshake was a handshake. And yeah. even between the agents. Yeah. And that's something that has changed so much. And, and I feel that that's to the detriment of our industry because mm. uh, back then, um, well, on a Friday afternoon, um, the solicitors and uh, all the real estate agents, we used to um, be Friday night drinks at Murrayfield Tavern. Yeah. And uh, you'd, you'd go down and you, you might only be there for 10 minutes, you might be there for an hour, a couple of hours. But we were all one. Um, you know, we shared listings, we shared information, we talked about different buyers. 
Um, and it was all done on a handshake. Um, if someone, if you had a listing and someone rang you up and said, can I show people through, mm. they'd pick up the keys and you knew if they sold the property, that was half 50-50. Yeah, 50-50. Yeah, but yeah. also reminiscing about the early days is that we used to have to pay to get a copy of, from a microfish at the council mm. four times a year. And I think, from memory, I think it was about like $399 a year but that was all the information we had to work on, mm -hmm. was yep. the microfish. So the microfish, a, yeah. the microfish would have the lot number, the RP, yeah. the details that we would need for a contract, yes. um, once again, way before computers. Because mm. that journey again, the growth, 50 to 100, 150 mm. to 200, um, we wouldn't have grown without without staff to support oh, the, 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 the workload that goes into growing a rent roll. Mm. Let's talk about Well, Mum said something staff. before yeah. about, you know, it's a part of our family, our work family. Mm. You mm. think of the amount of people that would watch this on Monday and think, I was part of the Lackman family for a time. Yeah. You know, I, so many people I feel came to our office at a time that was right for them and a time that was right for us. I'm mm. very, uh, I think a lot about timing and what's right for some people. Mm. Some people have come to mm. us, had babies and left. Mm. Some people have had babies and come back. Yep. Um, mm. Some people have gone on to bigger and better things mm. and we really helped them build self-confidence and, mm. um, you know, sort be there as a support for them when they needed. Mm. But we've also had some pretty damn staff, pretty good damn staff that have come in and made us what we are and yeah. had built relationships with tradespeople, built relationship with tenants and landlords. Mm. Leadership qualities. Uh, grown their leadership qualities, but mm. taught us things, taught mm. us humanity, well, well, taught us how to look, look after Julie. each other. Julie Murray. She's been yep. with us over five years now and she started off a couple of days a week filing. Filing, yeah. yeah. A casual person doing some filing, then yeah. reception, property manager. Your, um, your testament, and you've always looked after our team for us, that's your, your gig yep. um, in the business, but um, you've always been strong on, um, on, on self-development. So, you know, someone would start as a receptionist, then you'd train them to be an assistant and then a property manager. I think that mm. was important because it was always hard to find good property managers. Yes. Mm. You know, every time someone would yes. leave, Dad would say, where on earth are we going to find a property manager? Because it's a skill that you don't necessarily, you can't get without being in the industry. Mm. So yeah, you, you can't learn it out of the book. So we'd, we'd prefer someone on. who came to us and said, all right, well, learn how to deal with, learn the words, learn vendor, learn contracts, learn um, tenancy agreements, learn all those things from the ground up. And once you're confident and we've built a relationship with you as a staff member, we'll teach you something else. We'll teach yeah. you something else. I think another thing that you do well or have done well is... Are you saying something nice about me? Yeah, that's a change. Oh. It's for the camera. Okay. <laughs> um, so one thing that you always have done well and do do well is um, I think we learnt early on that you, might, you may have employed the very best qualified person for a role... Yeah but maybe that very best qualified person didn't fit our culture. No, no, no they have so to. So we changed that around and mm. you started employing based on personalities and fitting and being a culturally driven... Life principles. Um, you know, good That's morals, what it's called ethics. now. That's yeah. what it's called now, our office culture and, yeah. what did and it used employing... To be well, good it ethics. used to be, uh, would you introduce them to your mum and dad and what did your mum and dad think of them? people. No, no, you'd, you'd seriously, you'd take them upstairs to dad's yeah. office and if they can shake dad's hand, look him in the eye, be clean cut. Mm. If, if 20 years ago, if mm. someone came in like that, they had clean shoes on, 
Back in those days, they wore stockings. They had a skirt that wasn't up around their butt. It was down to their knee. They wore a shirt that didn't have their boobs all hanging out. If someone presented like that and were washed and clean and could to speak start. to you and look you in the hair, look you in the eye and shake you proper, your hand properly, mm. well, they are family kind of people. Yeah, there but, wasn't many. But you look at it though. How how many years ago would it be that we employed someone on a resume? How many times mm, have you heard me really say, I could write the best resume out for you, it's not worth two I'm glad you said that earlier yeah. when you talk, you know, we're at 2019, there's fancy words, culture, this yeah. and that, but early days, yeah. it was just being <laughs> fair income, it, it was being trustworthy, it was being yeah. polite and having respect yeah. um, and, and, and that's always been a moral of the family. But um, I guess I, I have got a statistic, uh, over 25 years, um, we've actually employed... 61 people. Really? And today, and that's on and off, you know, it could have been one or two here or one or two there, but 61 people have come and gone through our our company. Jeez, I didn't Um, think I sacked that many. No, (laughs) I I think sackings were were few and far between, but as Karen said, people had other journeys that they were on, but today we stand with 25 on our team and and a great culture um, that you're driving. Um, But also having said that, Scott, we have tenants that have been with us for as many years. My my absolute favourite, um, oh. my absolute favourite, Mrs. Hawkins, um, yeah. Hawkins, um, yeah. Val, uh, May. Val May Hawkins lives in lives in Morayfield. And you still call um, her Mrs. Hawkins. I still call yeah. her Mrs. Hawkins. Um, I showed her the duplex, her and her husband, and they moved in. I think it was three weeks later, Mr. Hawkins passed. Um, and ever since, uh, Mrs. Hawkins has has remained in that property, and is a beautiful lady to this day. I think I think she'd be one of our original ones. Nineteen yes. years as a tenancy. Yes. Um, and then these days, let's fast forward. Tenancies seem to be a bit more transition. Like they six months, twelve months, they come and go, and we don't quite have that that longevity. But Oh, geez, but even we still the other have day, the personal contact. Um, the other day, our folks at Belmy have uh, been on and off tenants for 20 yeah, years yeah, with yeah. us, yeah. Uh, in and out of different properties. Yes. I think we value looking after those repeat yes. clients. And, yes. and you're about to mention tenants, but I was going to talk about um, you know, friends at school that we went to school with, have, we've now done business with, we've sold houses yeah. to, we've rented, um, some yeah. are now landlords. And yes. it's like we're back at school that those relationships have continued on. And yeah. not only have they continued on, but there's such a level of trust that they know we're going to do the right thing by them. I think because yeah. we've just been around. But how yeah. many people say to me, oh, you're Scotty's sister. Oh, how do you know my brother? <laughs> oh, yeah, we went to school together. And I go, like, that's like, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago yeah. or something. And Seems they're like, like yeah, that's all right. You know, <laughs> oh, he does. And, you know, while we're talking about it, the difference with you is that you do a lot in the community so people yeah. know you. Mm. So yeah. if we were to say this is the Lackman family, look, most people know you and mum. Dad's in the office doing the paperwork. I'm quite happy just to be in my office doing property management mm. and you two are the spokespeople and out in the community. Yeah. But people know that. Mm. And if mm. I say I'm part of the Lackman family, mm. they just know, oh, well, you've got sister. Yeah. So then they go, oh, let me tell you stories. Oh, sorry, no, yeah, that's okay. a whole different Can't story. Can't put that on camera. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> where are we going with this? Um, it was really just a reflection. And for those that are watching, thank you for tuning in. It might go 20 minutes or so, but yeah. fast forward if you want. If you, uh, but, <laughs> but we want this reflection to be on the record because it, it, is, it is very unique um, for a small business to stay in business for 25 years, mm. plus be a family, plus 
still love each other and work together. Yeah. Um, have our own families. I think it's and have our own families that um, you know we talk about generationals. Um, we now have Emily, um, Karen's daughter, works in the business um, um, while she's transitioning out of university. Um, it's it's just an incredible, unique situation, and and we have people within our industry compliment us that. Wow, not only have you stayed in real estate that long, but how have you done it as a family? There's no way I could work yeah. with my family. Well, we have our days and it's not always roses and What's your pedal, favorite saying, pedal patches. Robbie? Some uh, days are diamonds, some days are stones. Yeah. Yeah. It, not every day is a good day, but I think there's an underlying uh, force there that we come back together the next day because it is for the greater good. It's not just our family, it's the 25 uh, in our team that also have families and mm. and we're supporting them as well. Yeah. Dad always says that. Dad always yeah. says it's not just yeah. us that yeah. this our, our business impacts on. Us. Let's talk about the community. Mum, I put it on Facebook the other day. You're the queen of Caboolture <laughs> networking. Um, you know, you, you've done Chamber of Commerces. You've done Business and Professional BBW, Women. Yep. You've done networking events. Um, St Columbans. In the schools, doing work in the schools. Now with the chaplaincies. Mm. Tell us a couple of memories of networking. Even Rotary, Lions, you used oh, to be. That's personality, remember? You were yeah. yeah. Miss Personality. You were 18, Karen. You were 18, you were Miss Personality. Oh. Lions, Miss Personality. Vera and Curly. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. All, um, those, all those memories. Yeah. Like. Well, because we, we were new to town, you, you kids were in school and... And, you know, your dad and I arrived in, in Caboolture and, and we, we didn't know anybody. Mm. Um, and we joined Lions um, and we found that we, we made a, a wonderful group of friends through Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, as business got going, we found it harder to, to give our time to the Lions Club. But um, that's not to say that we didn't. We always continue to support mm. and we still have those friendships that we formed in those days today. Mm. Um, Business and professional women. Karen was a young career woman. Um, that was uh, that was a period of of, of our life mm. as, as young as business women, um, and I think that plays a very vital part in the community. and And I loved every moment of that. And um, you know, I've seen young women uh, go on and have run very successful businesses from mm. it. Um, so that was that was a wonderful part of it. But. 2007, <laughs> who could forget? Right. Um, 2007, 2007, I was awarded the Caboolture Shire Citizen of the Year. Yes. Um, and, and that was just... That was a big thing. Yeah, that was a big thing. That was a big thing. Well, and it was I, a, it was yeah, a big thing. And it was. And I, and I was very emotional about it. And, and, of course, we didn't know at the time. Uh, mm. The Australia Day Awards were, were announced. I didn't know at the time. But um, I, I, I was more emotional than I normally am. Um, but Robbie, you're but always emotional. We were building up to the fact that uh, in March I had the heart attack. And yep. Yeah, so that was that was a pretty big moment in our in our business oh. life as well. Absolutely, you're still here. And but again, the support of our community. You yeah. know, I had wonderful support for, for you guys but and me. But you're also president of Commerce Caboolture. I, I was, and you know, that uh, you know, I, Scott and I both say when we're out and about. Um, a place like Caboolture, and we haven't experienced a lot of other places, but a place like Caboolture, um, there's a heart and mm-hmm. chaplaincy. Um, we ask and, and people give. Yeah, there's still very much a community in Caboolture. And, and for those that haven't realised mm-hmm. that or don't get involved, um, I, I encourage mm-hmm. you to. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just last week, um, a young local kid uh, with cancer there was a share on Facebook that they were having a fundraiser and raffles mm. up at Trader Dukes. Well, we went along wow. on the Friday night and 
raffle tickets. Um, I auctioned off uh, some sports memorabilia and that family raised, um, you know, o- o- over $5,000 mm. just from mm. the generosity of people giving mm. at the pub on a Friday night. Mm. Um, we've seen it with the chaplaincy over the last few years, you know, close to $300,000 raised mm. uh, for ourselves. And again, for the record, um, as a family, 25 years, we have donated financially into our community close to $1 million. Close to $1 million financially back into our community. And that's not to pat ourselves on the back. But that, Scott, that would be probably conservative. It it would be conservative, but it's, again... But we don't do it for that. We don't do it for that, but to give that back, I encourage others, if they're ever in a position, to do so also, because we know the rewards that come Mm. back tenfold from us engaging with others and being involved with them. You know, before Facebook... It's how we networked. It's yeah. how we met people. Yeah. Um, you and built those relationships. You build relationships and, mm. and you carry from there. Um, we're probably waffling on a bit. Do you want to wrap up a couple of memories from your angle? Um, so my, my side's property management side with mm. all of our team. Um, look, I would say back in the old days, can I just say things like, you know, when someone got kicked out because you're behind your rent, you're behind your rent, you got kicked out. Yeah. Like there was no going to court and trying to work it out or anything. Mm. If you didn't pay your debt, mm. leave and someone would. Mm. And we'd go with the locksmith and we'd put all the things out on the street and we'd shut things out. Yep. Now, I think even as humans and as family, mm. we are more considerate to listen to people to know there's a story behind a lot of situations. Mm. And, you know, you understand that because Scott's wife, Jackie, has a very strong relationship with domestic violence and, and um, that industry, that part of society that she's trying to change. Mm. Um, but we're aware of that as a community, mm-hmm. that mm. there are Very also some so. negatives in our in our area. Mm. Yeah. And from a rental point of view, we like as hu- as staff to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. that n- if, if someone was to say, you know, what's good about your life, I would say that I'm extremely grateful for what I have. Mm. Every day I am grateful for what we've built and what we have and how lucky we are as a family. Unfortunately, not everyone has that. Mm. So I think one of the most important things I get out of 25 years celebration is we've worked bloody hard, (laughs) but it's time to enjoy it. And it's time to really appreciate that we are very fortunate. We have a very strong family bond. Um, We work hard, we play hard, um, but above all, if everything fell apart tomorrow, we'd still have each other. We'd still have each other. Mm. Um, Dad, do you want to wrap up something? Well, (laughs) you reminisce very, very much um, for 25 years and, uh, geez, it's hard, if you sit and think about it, it's hard not to get emotional. Mm -hmm. Because we've all been through, and Robbie, you said you had a heart attack, you've had a couple of knee replacements and things Mm -hmm. like that. But here we are, we've just turned, or I've turned 70, Mm -hmm. um, and Rob's 70 in June, but... I said to Scott and Karen last year, I'm not going to work past 70, but I'm still going to work because we like doing what we're doing. That's, mm-hmm. the, the secret of that is is that a lot of people look down their noses at people in our industry, and there's some rogues in our industry. That, yeah, it certainly is. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of good people in our industry as well. But when, when you look at overall our, our journey from very, very naive people when we came to town, um, we picked the bullshit off a map 30 years ago. Um, never been here before in our life. And as a matter of fact, the kids adapted better than Robin and I to that environment. 
but we've worked hard, the four of us have worked hard over the years. And as Scott said, we've given quite a bit back to the community. We don't look at it as dollars. We live in this community, we enjoy this community, so you've got to try and look after it. Um, our pet thing at the moment, especially with Robin, is the uh, chaplaincy. And we're very proud that we can help them. We made a decision a few years ago, instead of giving to the football clubs, etc., etc., we try to give back to the kids in this community. And um, that's, that's what it's all about. And through the chaplaincy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. And that, that, that we, we feel very proud about that. Yep. Uh, Robin, principal, licensee for 25 years. <laughs> How do you wrap things up? Um, yes, it, you know, the same as all of us. We, you know, we, we love what we do. Um, I love being able to share my knowledge. Mm. And, you know, if I can help somebody just simply by having a chat, um, you know, that's what, that's what you and I are good at. Mm. Um, yeah, you're both good talkers. Talking. Yeah, we're good at talking. But, but I think... Um, you know, apart from all the all the trimmings that go along with having a successful business, um, at the end of the day, we, we wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Um, we love where we live. Um, we love our, our our business that we've built. We love the family that we consider family, all our people within our business. Um, I can't imagine as a family we would have done anything else. Yep. Wouldn't have done differently. No. Uh, for me, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one without getting emotional. Um, mm. It's been a journey. Um, I, I use the word roller coaster because I, I know there's been ups and downs and it, mm. it hasn't always been pretty. And, um, <laughs> and Dad and I, so many days we'd, we'd butt heads and, and have differences of opinions. Different, but um, yeah. Differences of opinions, but then... But I'm always right. You are, um, <laughs> for the camera. Um, but... I think also we matured and we learnt yes. between the four of us what our strengths and weaknesses were. Mm -hmm. And there was also that always that blending of modern interpretation yep. versus mm. old-fashioned old old business. <laughs> mm. um, and then for me, the biggest thing has been technology. Mm. I think even 10 years ago, um, you know, who would have thought we were doing emails or mm. internet and all of that technology, let alone, you know, taking photos of houses, going down to Kodak, mm. waiting anxiously for three hours for the film to produce and see the little slot photo come down mm. and go, yes, it's got a good photo of the house. Yeah. Now it's, and it's, it's within instant. a millisecond mm. I can see if I've got a good photo yeah. of the house. But technology, um, someone said in the industry, Will technology ever replace real estate agents? And it never will. What will replace real estate agents is real estate agents using technology well will replace real estate agents. Yes. And I think that's where we have come of age, yes. most particularly in the last five years through the efforts of our platform and the technology of 4510 TV, mm. doing the community videos and engaging and using that technology to create a platform that we can share real estate, community, etc., cetera, yeah. uh, business relationships, information about our area. I think that's where we've just come so far, more so in the last five years than, than yeah. possibly 25 years. Uh, but for me, um, looking down the barrel of the camera, uh, 25 years, um, let's just keep going. Yep. Um, I, I, I've been using a hashtag. Enjoy the ride. The hashtag recently, um, 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 
After 25 years, we've only just begun. So there you go. After 25 years, we've only just begun. I like the other one you had, though. Oh, there's been a few hashtags. No, no, no. A few uh, years ago, um, uh, we dug the well. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so... Um, if oh, ever, that's a good one to finish yeah, on. That's a good one to finish All on. Right. If ever we forget our place, um, the foundation of our success is mm. that we drink the water because mum and dad dug the well. And um, probably best to finish on that note. Okay. And after 25 years, family, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and as I say, we've only just begun, yeah. so... Thank you to everyone, clients, family, friends, everyone that's supported our journey since 1994. We look forward to doing many more uh, business deals and interactions and community engagements well into the future of Caboolture. So um, that's a wrap. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.